Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Insider Dave Spadaro with you. And yes, I'm actually at the Novacare Complex in my Tier 3 restricted areas getting ready for some football. We're kind of getting there, you know. Uh, On Wednesday, the Eagles full team workouts. They were able to wear helmets, no contact, but veterans and young players, rookies all together on the field. Head coach Doug Peterson with the team after a 10-day absence following his positive COVID-19 test. So it's starting to come together here as we get a sense of what this team is all about. The Eagles then on Thursday activating Jordan Malata, offensive tackle from the COVID-19 reserve list. So at this point, right here, right now, as I speak to you, the Eagles have zero players on that reserve COVID-19 list. And that is important because on Monday, the team will practice on the field in full pads, full contact. So this is kind of when we find things out. The preseason in normal times would have started on Thursday against Indianapolis. But as we know, no preseason schedule here. So we're going to find out about the Philadelphia Eagles as they get ready for September 13th at Washington, the regular season opener. And we know that there won't be any fans at FedEx Field, so the Eagles losing that early home field advantage. We've heard the Eagles fans in the past as we take a listen to that final call. Let's think about this. Last year, Eagles going down to Washington, needing the win, needing to beat the Redskins at the time they were the Redskins. Now they're the Washington football team. Carson Wentz leading the Eagles down the field with a lot of help from practice squad players. And he looks into the end zone and he finds one of those practice squad players, Greg Ward, and listen to the crowd after the Wentz-Ward connection produced the winning points against Washington. Wentz firing and it is caught. Is it a touchdown? Is it a touchdown? It is. Caught in the far corner of the end zone. It is a touchdown, and they are surrounding as the pass goes deep into the end zone to Greg Ward. Carson Wentz, again, gets that offense to the line of scrimmage. They don't allow the Redskins time to set their defense. They quick snap the ball. He throws a a lob into the corner of the end zone. Greg Ward with the big touchdown. Greg Ward with the touchdown. We had to wait for the officials to raise their arms. But a great pass by Wentz and a great catch by Ward. Greg Ward, where have you been all our lives? 26 seconds only remaining on the game clock. This drive is on Ward. He has made play after play. Anyway, we've got a great show for you today. In a little bit, we're going to hear from Vinnie Curry, Eagles defensive end, who re-signed with the team. An incredible offseason for Vinnie, who lost a half-brother to COVID-19, had some opportunities to sign elsewhere, returned to the Eagles. He's been here since 2012, a one-year hiatus in Tampa Bay. And Vinnie knows that this is his home, both physically, mentally, emotionally, in every way. And he never wanted to leave. So we'll speak to him just to catch up with Vinnie Curry in just a bit. One-on-one time, though, with Doug Peterson back in Philadelphia, back in South Philly, back at the Novacare Complex. What was it like for the head coach going through his quarantine? And then we're going to talk about some specific positions as the Eagles training camp heats up at the Novacare Complex. 
Head coach Doug Peterson is back at the NovaCare Complex after testing positive for COVID-19. Hello, Eagles fans. I'm Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider. Doug, great to see you. You look like you've lost some weight. Uh, have you, number one? And number two, what's it like to be back in South Philly? Well, first of all, thanks for reminding people that I tested positive for, uh, for COVID. I, I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I've, I've had time to concentrate on my health, obviously, being away from the building and, and, and just kind of staying in shape and, and, and you know, being, being ready for, for training camp. I mean, it goes without saying. And, I, and it's exciting to be back, uh, to be back around the guys, the coaches, uh, to see everybody. It uh, was a great day. Doug, you are a creature of habit. This time of the year, you are used to being in an NFL training camp. What were those two weeks or whatever, 10 days like not being here? I know you were still involved, but it had to be a little bit of a, a challenge for you just energy-wise. Yeah, it was, it was hard, you know, because I spent the first uh, week with the rookies, and then I obviously came down with the virus, so I had to, had to be out of the building for a little bit. But, yeah, we're in training camp mode as coaches, as players, and our mind, our body, everything is about training camp. And so uh, it was extremely hard to be away from uh, the building, to be away from the guys, to be out on the grass, you know, with the players, and, and to coach. I mean, this is why we get into this business, right, is to play football and to coach football. And, you know, so I had a lot of time to kind of prepare for, for coming back into the building and, and excited to be back. Doug, we are one month away from the opener against Washington. Um, the fact that the Eagles are a veteran team and a veteran coaching staff, and you talked about it in the spring, do you now feel that that, that has paid off in the sense of, Everybody kind of comes in with a working knowledge of what you're trying to do. Yeah, that part of it I think is paid off, but but I I, I kind of go the other way and, and say okay, it's time to kind of go back to erase what we've done. Let's let's start fresh. Let's start anew. Let's start back, you know, from ground zero, so to speak, and, and let's build this thing back up again the right way, as if we're coming together for the first time. And and that's kind of been my thought process the whole spring, summer, even during these last few weeks being at home. Is just I want to make sure everybody understands that you know we have to continue to maintain an edge. Yeah, we've been here now going on five years, but. That doesn't mean we can relax. It doesn't mean we can take a deep breath. No, it's time to kind of get back to, you know, ground zero again and and, and really start over and teach and, and, and really prepare our football team for uh, what's to come. Do you have any sense at this point of a chemistry, a personality, a camaraderie with this football team? I, I see it with the leadership of the team. Uh, and again, this is the first time I've been – uh, around the veteran players uh, this year, but I could see it out on the field, and I could see it in the you know in the building right now, and and just listening to the guys and the excitement that they have being back and being on the field and practicing, and it was a good step in the right direction, and uh, we just got to continue to build that, keep stacking those days together, and 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 ultimately get the final roster heading into Washington. A couple of positions of note uh, for the fans who are very interested in this. When you look at the running back depth chart, what do you see? I see youth. I mean, I, I see guy. I see a lot of energy there. I see explosiveness. I'm excited where Miles Sanders is, you know, and what he did for us last year as a rookie and then embracing that going into this season, what Boston Scott did towards the latter half of the season last year for us, and then getting Corey back healthy and fresh, who's now the veteran guy. And then having three young guys, you know, kind of first-year players that just can – uh, all that energy and, and youthfulness um, surrounding our quarterback, I think, is a good recipe. It's something that Carson can embrace. He can help coach and shape and mold those guys along with Deuce Staley. And uh, I'm just excited for that for that group moving forward. It's interesting, Doug, because you've traditionally had 
a veteran in the room. Um, you okay with this young group of running backs? I am because, you know, a lot of it has to do with who Deuce Daly is and as a leader in that group. And I see leadership in Miles Sanders. I see leadership uh, in Corey Clement. I, I, you know, these Boston Scott guys who have been here and understand our process, I see that leadership coming out in them. And, and that's exciting to see. Even though they're still young players, uh, they're taking on that role. And, and uh, it's, it's exciting to see them do that uh, with such a young group. You do have veterans at wide receiver that, uh, look, the way I look at it, you, they really have to be ready early in the season to contribute, Alshon and Deshaun specifically. Can you speak to those two and the progress they're making? Yeah, I mean, Alshon is doing extremely well, you know, with his rehab and obviously no timetable on him. We want to make sure he's 100%. Deshaun is Deshaun, and both of those guys together can really lead and mentor these young players that we have. And Greg Ward, I've seen it in Greg Ward now, who's been with us now the last couple of years and, you know, really did some great things for us last season and came on strong towards the end and, you know, looking forward to that next step with him. So there's enough experience in that room to really shape and mold these young players and bring them along because those are the guys that we're going to have to obviously lean on, you know, probably early in the season. Doug, finally, this is a very critical period of time here. These next few weeks, the full team is here. The pads go on on Monday. Put into perspective what this period of time means and figuring out what this team is. It's an exciting time, right? It's an exciting period because, you know, these guys are coming out of this acclimation period where they've done nothing but strength conditioning. We've done some walkthroughs in the afternoons and a lot of classroom stuff. And now we can really go on the field and begin to kind of put everything together and kind of see what type of team, you know, we can have for, for this season. And, and obviously we got to maintain and, and stay smart through all of this and you know, it's not the fact that we're going to beat them down with the pad. The pads are part of the training camp, right? They're part of this process. And, you know, they're looking forward to that. I, I, I've try, I try to do the best I can to try to help them anticipate what's coming, you know, down the pipeline and um, so that they can prepare and mentally prepare. Because, you know, we only have about two and a half weeks, really, of this padded, you know, uh, session, this phase three, so to speak. And that's not a lot of time to really prepare yourself. But, at the same time, we're going to make the most of it and and, uh, and and do our part to see who the 53 are going to be at the end. And I lied. One more question. How much live contact will there be? I mean, do you have a specific number of reps or plays or sessions that you want to get in? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you're anytime you're in a padded practice, everything's kind of live, right? I mean, we do protect ourselves, obviously. We don't, we don't cut offense and defensive linemen. We protect receivers and DBs down the field, stay off the quarterbacks. I mean, that's that's all part of it. But you know, in the past, I've always had like two days where we tackle to the ground. And, and those are all controlled, kind of a controlled scrimmage situation, I guess. And my plan is to do the same thing this this camp and, and really get an idea and a sense for some of our young players and put them in those positions, game situations to uh, to see what they to see what they know and what they, what they can show us. Doug, it's great to have you back at Novacare. You look great. I know your family's thrilled to have you here. Um, they are excited, yes. <laughs> yes. It's good that they kicked out and, and hubby out of the house. Get out of the house. Go back to work. It's time to go. <laughs> Welcome back, Doug Peterson. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Dave. Great stuff there from Doug. Now, I had a chance to talk to Vinny Curry after his teleconference with Philadelphia reporters. Very emotional. Very, um, you know, uh, just a difficult time for Vinny Curry, who lost his half-brother to COVID-19, free agent at the time. Now, last year, Curry was good. He had five quarterback sacks for the Eagles. He and Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox tied for the team lead in 34 combined quarterback hits and hurries. So that's a really good number. 
He adds depth to the defensive end position. Uh, let's hear from Vinny Curry. After Vinny, we're going to hear from Matt Burke talking a little bit about the D-line, a pivotal group, and specifically the defensive end position. So Vinny Curry, back with the Eagles. Hello, what's up, Dave? Hi, Vinny. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I'm really first want to talk about the human element here and losing your brother, Gerald. Um, so, so sad. Um, how's the family doing? Family's doing good. Just, you know, uh, yeah, family's doing good. What, what do you know happened? Like, what, how did that whole thing go down? Uh, you know, just, he, he, he uh, you know, there doesn't know the voluntary work and, um, like it just uh, started as like a uh, uh, operatory, uh, what you call it, uh, like a like a little sinus infection, and and then it escalated to what it was. So, Vinny, how have you overcome that emotionally? Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's still hard. I mean, like, because it wasn't like it was like it was just so unexpected. You know what I mean? So, you know, every day I deal with it. Coming back, what what was it like for you walking back into the Novacare complex? Uh, it's just pretty cool to be around the guys. You know, um, through this whole process, you know, uh, um, I've been in contact with them. And, you know, they've been just calling me and checking on me, making sure I was okay. Uh, make sure I was doing good, family was doing good. Sorry, um, so, the, you know, this just... That goes like to show you, like you know, what kind of relationship that these these guys have have for me and the type of love I have for them. Do you feel like and, you're... and most of them, most of them know my brother. Oh, okay. So most of them knew, knew Joe as well. Do you feel like you're back with your football family? Yeah, absolutely. It just feels right. It feels right. It feels you know, and, and the way they have the whole uh, setup is super safe. So. Vinny, what's the message for, for people out there who don't take COVID-19 seriously? Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Keep, keep your distance. Wear your mask. So, you know, um, this is real. Let's talk a little football. Um, you had a heck of a season last year. Do you feel like you were playing some of your best football in 2019? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, just, we just had fun. It was about to be back. Uh, the year before that, you know, I was hurt for most of the season down at my run down in Tampa. And it just felt, it felt natural, you know, to be back in that midnight green and out there with my guys. And then, Vinny, for you, for people who don't understand, you had other opportunities to go elsewhere this year, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, when free agency first started, but I just wasn't mentally ready to even open up, you know, just – Around the time for AC started, it's the loss of my brother. Like it was like, you know what I mean? It was like, a, like it was just not the right time. What kind of shape are you in? How excited are you for 2020? Uh, I'm in great shape. Uh, uh, I'm excited for 2020. I'm excited to be back in the building. You know, and uh, that's it, man. I'm just, I'm just ready to go. How are you feeling about the defense? And I mean, I know you don't know a whole lot about it right now, but how are you feeling about the group? Oh man, I love our group. You know, uh, we've got a, a good group, good, good young group, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the opportunity for the, for these guys, and, and, and you know, hope I mean, and try to and try to do something special this year. 
Hey, Vinny, thanks so much, man. Good to, good to hear from you. And uh, I'll, I'm in the building, but I know I'll, I'll be far away from you all year. But it's good to be back. Good, good that you're back. All right, man. I'm glad to be back, man. Take it easy, Dave. Take it easy. Take care. Matt Burke was an assistant coach with the Eagles last season after a stint in Miami as the defensive coordinator there. Now he is overseeing the defensive line, and he's got a lot to work with inside Malik Jackson returning, Javon Hargrave coming to the Eagles in free agency, joining Fletcher Cox, Hassan Ridgeway re-signing, loaded group on paper there. We've heard that before, though, heard that last year. How about defensive end? Well, Curry helps for sure. Joins Brandon Graham, joins Derek Barnett, joins Josh Sweat. Some young players who need to step up. Some of the things that Matt Burke had to say to the Philadelphia media in a conference call with them on Thursday. A preview of what to expect from the Eagles defensive line. Yeah, well, you guys that have you know been around Jim for a while know you know he really values sort of multidimensional players and, and versatile players and um you know, to have guys like that that can kind of play different spots and move around and create matchups. I mean, I think that's obviously an exciting thing. I mean, we haven't got into, you know, in-depth, a lot of scheming up stuff yet. Obviously, we're, we're just really hitting the field field for the first time in the next couple of days. So um, excited about all those guys. I mean, to have, you know, the the closest path to the quarterback is the A-gap, right, is, is the most direct. You know, you can get interior pressure with those guys. I mean, that that tends to affect quarterbacks a lot. So um, to have, you know, three-plus accomplished guys that, that uh, you know, have shown they can win in those interior rushes is going to be huge. And, um, again, I think just the versatility is going to allow us to hopefully, um, you know, just like I said, move guys around week to week even to create different matchups and put the right, you know, right bodies on the field. So it may look different week to week or, you know, even within the games, you know, in terms of, like, as we're, as we're making adjustments that – uh, the more pieces we have and the more pass rushes we have at all spots, uh, I just think it allows us to hopefully, like I said, create matchups and create situations that, that are favorable for us on defense. And, um, you know, Jim's, like I said, has been a guy that's always wanted to, to have versatile players that, that, that aren't locked into one spot and one position. And so to have those three guys uh, with, with v- different approaches and different rush abilities, but all with the ability to kind of move around the line, it's going to, hopefully in the long run, play out for us for sure. You know, I think competition is really good for the room. Um, you know, how we can answer sort of the, the, the approach to bringing Vinny back. I'm excited. You know, Vinny's a, you know, an energy guy. He's, he's done a good job here for the Eagles. Um, but I think, and that's been a conversation with that whole group. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of depth there, and I think it's just going to be, hey, we're all going to get opportunity. All right, we're looking for guys that, that can be three-down players. Obviously, we want guys that can rush the passer, but you know, there's also an element of guys that can set edges in the run game and, and play hard and do all those sort of things. So um, the more the merrier in terms of competition. Um, I don't think any of those guys are – you know, I think, I think the group in s- itself, that, that sort of set of ends that, that are all kind of working against each other, but with each other, I mean, I think there's a healthy level of competition. I think – None of them are, are, are backing down from a challenge of, of saying, hey, I'm going to go earn this spot. You know, so I think, you know, as much as there's competition, there's spots to be had and there's playing time to be earned. So, you know, we're looking for guys to come out and, and like I said, be able to, to go play hard, to set edges in the run game and to be able to rush the passer. I mean, that's the foundation of what we do at, at defensive end here. So um, that's going to be the starting point for everything we're asking those guys to do. And that will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Ray Doyle and Peter Kelly for their work. 
we do want to say this. Monday, we're going to be broadcasting live streaming. You know, we don't know how long. 15 minutes, warm-ups, not, a, you know, not any of the formations or anything like that. But PhiladelphiaEagles.com, are, as well as our, our social media channels, tune in at 1040 a.m. Philadelphia time. Get a glimpse of the Philadelphia Eagles. We pull back the curtain and show you training camp. No fans, but a lot of football action. And don't we all need that right now? Hey, I want to thank you all for joining me, Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, on this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. If you have a moment to give us a review, a rating, a ranking, some stars, we prefer five of them, very much appreciated. Just do that. We've got a link for you in the details section of your podcast library. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!